95.5 KLOS and KLOS HD1, Los Angeles. You're listening to Frosty, Heidi, and Frank from the Morongo Casino Studios on 95.5 KLOS. Welcome to Crime Week with Frosty, Heidi, and Frank. All week long, for an hour each morning, we focus on the seedy underbelly of society, the criminals, and those who bring them to justice. This is Crime Week on 95.5 KLOS. Today we're talking polygamy and bigamy and multiple wives and secret families. You're breaking the law and hearts. But you're having a good time. <laughs> well, most fun maybe things not are everybody's illegal. having a good time if they're ignorant about right. what's going on. If I don't on. know, if I think you and I are married, we've got a couple kids, but yet you go on, away on business trips a lot. You have a whole other family? Yeah, the secret family thing really bugs me, but the polygamy thing, not so much. If you're all in it, you're all cool with it. So like a hippie commune, well, okay, there's not really a victim in that. If the, if you, you know who, who's hurting in that situation. So is there somebody listening to the show right now who has multiple families or multiple wives? Give us a call. You can remain anonymous. 1-800-955-KLOS. This might give you a prize for your honesty. And John was the first one through. Hello, John. Hey, how's it going? So uh, you have multiple families, wives, husbands? Well, yeah. So I have a wife and a husband. Wow. Did you go through two ceremonies? Mm, yeah, we did. My, my wife and I got married first, and actually the person who married us was now her husband. And then we had another ceremony, the three of us together, when we all joined up. So she can be with him, you can be with him, you can all be together, right? Or you only do it together? Yeah, no, it's not an all-together thing very often at all. That that doesn't happen. We also have outside partners. Uh, he's gay, gay, and so he has lots of other partners outside, and she has occasional partners outside. Why did you get married at all if you're all just a bunch of, you know, open relationship swingers? Why marry two of them? <laughs> uh, swinging's, swinging's different from polyamory. We're, we're polyamorous. Um, yeah, the reason we got married is we share our life together. We share businesses together. We, you know, we, we, we have a little farm at our house. And, you know, we do lots of things together. So it's. Does anybody ever bring anybody home or your home is your marital home? And if you go out, you do that out. You don't bring anybody back. No, people bring people home. Yeah. Polyamorous is um, where you can be in a relationship and identify yourself as polyamorous. That means I'm serious about you, Frosty, but I can still go date Heidi. Okay. Because I'm polyamorous. Okay. I have labeled myself this. So right. even yeah. though I have a serious relationship with you, I am committed to you as a person, I still leave it open to go find another <laughs> person so, to be committed to. And if I accept <laughs> that, then I can't complain. Yeah. What I wonder about John, though, who's doing this, John, does the word jealousy mean anything to you? Yeah, it does. And, you know, it's all about communication. I mean, jealousy has happened from time to time. But mostly it's the opposite of jealousy, which is compersion. I don't know if you're familiar with no. that word, but it's, it's when you actually get pleasure out of somebody else getting pleasure with somebody else. I didn't even never know that. Mm. Oh, mm. like, like uh, what's the difference between that and uh, a cuckold? Well, like getting, getting pleasure out of watching somebody pleasure my wife. That's, no, I think it's more yeah. like a torture thing. Oh. That's a cuckold? What, what's a kookaburro? Yeah. Okay. Different well, a cuckold is when a wife is having other partners and... The guy isn't, and she 
he's essentially a kept man, essentially. Right. If you notice you're not yeah. getting as much time or as much pleasure as the other people in your uh, triad, doesn't that make you inferior and jealous? Like, hey, me, excuse uh, yeah, me. It, it, yeah, it goes in waves. So, you know, like, I'm really busy. I'm about, I'm 50, and they're 35. And so, you know, I, I'm at a point in my life where I'm just really busy with my work. And so you know, they tend to play around. And you're too old to give a damn. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> The thing is, John, I mean, you said you're married to this woman and you're also married to this guy. You share all assets. I mean, in some weird way, are you guys breaking the law and you know it? Well, no, we're, or I, I don't know. Maybe we are. Heck, I don't know. But I don't think so. How do you do insurance? Is, she, is your wife your number one? Like she's taken care of through the company? Yeah. And yeah, it's my company. So, uh, and he's insured there too. So it all mm. kind of works out. If yeah. you have to make a decision, is one person the king or queen for the week? I mean, if if, if it's a tie, someone's got to make the <laughs> ultimate decision sometimes. And, uh, the uh, ultimate decision is always made by the emergency contact. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is one person always the emergency contact, or is that? I mean, subconsciously, mm. when you write that person's name down, that's the number one person in your life. Mm. Yeah. yeah, she's the queen. She's the queen. I guess she is. Wow, seriously. Uh, thank you so much, John. I am going to give you a prize. Let's see, I only have a pair of tickets. Like. So I, I can't really send your your husband with you. I can send you and your wife someplace. I'm going to send you to Rock to Recovery Four. There you go. So stay on hold. We'll hook you up. That might lead to the breakup, Frank. They can decide which two go. That's going to cause a crack. That's yeah. when you play the old game of straws. Uh, yeah, polyamorous. That's different than polygamy. And some who identify as polyamorous uh, get really upset if you confuse the two. Mm. Uh, polygamy is specifically when one man marries multiple women. Or vice versa. Now, polygamy, if a woman marries more than one man, is polyandry, where you refer to the woman who has multiple husbands. Mm. Uh, they say polygamy is rooted in a toxic patriarchy where the man exerts the dominance over women, whereas polyamory, when done correctly, is egalitarian. Like, so ah. They're all on the same level. There's no guy, like I said, the ultimate guy making a decision. I see. In a polygamy case, it's like he is the man. So, like a harem. L- yeah. The, the guy in charge the, of the harem. The lady, sir. Oh. I see. Polyamory is we're all here, we're all equal, and we're all agreeing to do this. Let's see There's how no- silly that is. <laughs> 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 You're not getting any tonight. You think you, not for me, you, anyway. You've always been identified weird like that, where you said you could have a serious relationship with them. You are what? Polymonogamous? No, I'm a lesbian. I don't think so. <laughs> I think you're confused. I think, I think you I like you like D, you like D too much to be full on lesbian. Well, I mean, like you you're fascinated by D. You like I, looking at D. You like watching gay D porn. I mean, you like it so much. I think in you, if your wife got hit by a bus tomorrow and you met a guy, you could fall in love with that guy. So I think you're polymonogamous. I just haven't met that guy yet that I could be, spend the rest of my life with. Joe, you had a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You enjoyed it. A lot of women who are uh, lesbians had boyfriends Not when they were 17. Not those gold carters. There are some gold carters, Maybe, yeah. And even the ones who tried it once were like, nah, I figured I'd try it once. Yeah. Just like really, you know, bring it on home that yeah, I'm full on lesbian. Let's try it. Let's try it. But you, you've gone back to the D-well many times. <laughs> so shut up, lesbian my ass. If you move back to the great Midwest where you grew up and there weren't no lesbians around yeah. and you had to, you know, get yourself a man, yeah. you could probably pull that off. Well, plenty of people do. That's well, what I'm saying. She would enjoy of, it, too. Plenty of men are with... Uh, I'm complimenting you, Heidi. I'm saying you're such a loving person that I think that you'd be oh, open to falling in love I with anybody. Fall in love with a tree. No. 
Uh, <laughs> Maybe you could. Just like that girl who married a chandelier. You know, you got to keep your mind open because it's all about souls, right? Souls connecting. <laughs> well, this guy in, he was from Maine, but he was arrested for bigamy in Ohio because he was busted. I don't know uh, how the, the wives figured figured each other out, but he had a wife in Alabama, one in Georgia, one in New Hampshire. There's four, they know, possibly a fifth. <laughs> they call him the Cupid of Chaos. Let me see this cutie pie. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> oh, he's a big cute. Yeah, he looks like a like a, a grown Cupid. That's big, what, yeah, he is. He's like a, a like a little Cupid boy with the he has five fat. wives, Heidi, or five wives, Frosty. You and have he's zero. Completely bald head, big fat, quadruple chin, massive round face like the moon. He's not an attractive man. No, no, he saying. looks like. I, I can't imagine also. what his wives look like. How dumb, oh, that's a bad word, how naive are they where they didn't pick up on any signs? Well, he's, one is mentally disabled. Okay, okay, so I stick with dumb then. He's got resting bitch face too. <laughs> but I mean, She's developmentally disabled. His youngest wife, oh, his 25-year-old sad. wife. You think you'd pick up on, I mean, with that many wives, that he's not around all the time? That he's, I mean, how can you not know? She says, he makes you feel special. Then he marries you, abuses you, drains your assets, and leaves. Oh, he's a con man. So I think that's why that I see. is illegal for guys to go, let me just skip towns, go marry this woman, take all of her stuff because I'm legally entitled to her stuff, and then go to the next town. Well, but but if a guy sense. wants to... But if a guy handles his business, like I you said, he has a, a different wife in every single state, but he's handling his business and he's not abusing them. Even though they don't know about each other. How stressful can that life be? That tangled web you weave, you got to make sure that two things never overlap. So the only time it's right is if everybody knows everything, and we've all agreed to it. That's like keep coming. That's like open free love. And in that but how, case. If you, you have, you're married, Frank. Yeah, today's my anniversary, by the way. Oh. Hey. Well, 16 years. Can you believe that crap? And we all said it wouldn't last. But if you, went, if you went now to get a marriage license to marry some other woman, you would come up in the system as you can't get it, is what I would presume is uh, you already. No, I'm probably, I got married in California, so that's where the license exists. Yeah, but you're but federally married. To, no, not federally married. Yes, you are. You're married. No, I, if you guys move to Iowa, you don't have to get remarried in Iowa because no, we're not but, married anymore. No, I because I have the the certificate from California that is honored by Iowa. But if I just want to go marry a chick in Iowa, they're not going to look it up in some weird federal marriage file. I, they did. No, I, I, I know it's state. I know it's state. But when you go to the courthouse huh. in in Maine to get married again, don't they plug in and make sure you're not already married before they give you the marriage I pro- license? Maybe I'm giving a different name. Maybe yeah. maybe oh. if I gave my same exact name and social security number like okay we had you registered as a married guy but I'm probably saying you know I'm cupid of chaos (laughs) and uh, I want to marry this woman (laughs) he's a beaut yeah he's a real he looks like uh, the tip of a penis with eyes I think he's very stressed that's why he's so fat all the stress of juggling all those wives and families he's eating my god Jeff online too says his dad was raised in a polygamous cult hello Jeff hello how are you guys this morning Oh, pretty good. It's crime week. We're talking about uh, polygamy and bigamy, and I guess it's both against the against the law. But maybe that'll change someday. But your dad was raised in a cult, huh? Yeah, he was. So uh, he grew up, and he had two moms. And uh, so he's got about 28 siblings. So I myself have about 105 cousins. Oh, my God. Uh, now, does, does everybody still get together, and it's awesome, or what? Mm-hmm. Well, there's... Uh, few people that like of my aunts and uncles that are pretty stubborn so they're still kind of trying to participate in the polygamist 
kind of thing. And so most of them have left. So whenever we do get together, there's a, a lot of people. Did you ever give each other like 23 and me for Christmas just oh for fun? To <laughs> <laughs> the answer is everyone. It's 23 and us. <laughs> right. Well, since Jesus. you grew up like that, was that in your brain, is that kind of normal because it was no big deal when you were young? Well, my dad left when he was 20 because once he got about 19, 20, he said, I don't really want to live like this because marriages are arranged. And so he had to tell his dad, I don't want to live like this. And so his dad said, well, you're my son. I love you, but you got to be out by tomorrow morning. And so he left and went out on his own. And so I was never raised in that kind of situation, but I just hear a lot about it when he was a kid. And a lot of it was on the news. I think back in 2007, 2008, uh, his uh, uncle, so my grandpa's half-brother, his name's Warren Jeffs. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. That, wow. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. He's like the most popular, if we had the name of a famous polygamist. That's your grandpa's half-brother? Yeah. Holy cow. And he's in jail, right? Oh, yeah. He got uh, life plus 20. For for all this, for running the cult and being a, a polygamist. Well, well, his charges were technically for uh, participating in uh, intimate relations with underage girls. Mm. Oh, yeah, because in the cult, it's like, hey, you know, she's 13, she's ready to marry off. And then if you were 13 or 14, 15-year-old boy, they like try to get rid of you, and then they'd give all the young girls to the old guys, right? Uh, essentially, that's how it kind of evolved into it. But back in like the 80s and 90s, my dad said it was more like once a guy turns 20 and once a girl turns 18, they get arranged, start pumping out as many kids as possible. To keep the and then about big. five years later, he, he gets another wife. And uh, how many wives did your dad have? Uh, so my dad left when he was 20, and so he left right before he would have gotten arranged. They must have been some pretty ugly women for he a 20-year-old like, guy to go, I'm out of here. And, when, and his dad goes, there's no planning. You're out tomorrow morning. It's not like, all right, you got six months, man. Then you got He's like, tomorrow morning, you're out. That is a... Uh, mm. Aren't there wow. parts of this world... <laughs> Like in the Middle East and places where they still are arranged. Well, yeah. Marriages. Like just and, one, just married to one. But aren't there guys in, in like, I don't know, Afghanistan somewhere who have the tribes of women wives and they have multiple? I, I don't know. I, see, what's weird to us is normal in other places or used to be normal in other in other cultures. So it's just weird here because we don't do Like that. Osama bin Laden had a lot of different wives. Right. So he has a and lot then of he, children. Yeah, but then he had his favorite. Right. But, she I was mean, a sweetheart. We're weird to him because they don't do it that way. It's just like they're weird to us because we don't do it that way. All right, uh, Jeff, let me give you a prize. Wow, thank God you got out of that, huh? That is crazy. <laughs> Did you ever meet uh, your grandpa's half-brother, uh, Warren Jeffs? Did you ever meet him? No, I never met him, no. but uh, he was my dad's principal when he was in high school, so mm. he, uh, he gave my dad a pretty hard time. I think that's why he left. All right, let me send you out to see Steve Miller Band with Marty Stewart and his fabulous superlatives, okay? Awesome, thank you. There you go, you stand home. What a story. Weird. My God! But if you're there, if you, I mean, if you're that guy, it's normal. It's like remember David Koresh at Waco. That guy was insane. But to him and those hundreds of people who lived in within that in the commune, that was normal. We were the weird ones. Yeah, but you said this might be uh, normal in other cultures. A, a guy in China had three different wives and families all living within a mile of each other, <laughs> until one wife finally caught him last year, and he was just sentenced to two years in prison for polygamy. 
He says uh, once he's out, he'll stick with whichever wife forgives him. <laughs> How funny is that that in China there was supposedly a female shortage and one guy's got three. It's like, hey, dude, share a little bit. There's limited that's anyway. Why, yeah, that's probably why it's against a lot of It's like, hey, hog, yeah, wife hog. Come on. There's not enough women here anyway. You think you'd want your other families to be further than a mile down the road. Yeah, at least the, the Cupid of Chaos had them in different states. Yeah. Well, this guy's all about convenience. He's like, I'm not driving all over town. <laughs> He's a lazy polygamist. <laughs> So is a sign that your spouse may have other families somewhere far and wide. Every time you ask about something that you need a commitment, they have to check. Oh, let me get back uh, to you on that. I don't know if I get that day. Oh, let me, available. you know, let me, because uh, if it happens all the time, that means I get some other family. Up, yeah. Oh, we had somebody on the phone, Amanda, said she was married to a guy in Texas and, and married to a guy in California, and they don't check. I mean, as far as, like, getting your license. Really? Like, I thought that's no, so pointed. No federal huh. file. It says, yeah, you're married. We know it, so you can't do that. I thought there was a whole point of going down the courthouse and applying yeah, so they can make sure that you can legally. You're registered. I am. Yes, so locally, you're registered. Uh, so they just, okay, whoever you are, go ahead. They don't database. check the database. There should be a database. But really, is it that big of a problem? We need a database? No. I mean, well. if you move to Iowa, I mean, do you have to go... Register as a married couple? No. It can't be that complicated. You show I didn't think up, I'd you have... move in. Mm. Yeah. Hey, yeah, we've been married. We just moved here from California. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's an easy database to have. Everybody you believes a name, it. they're married. No yeah. one cares. Uh, hmm, no one's is... really like, making sure that you're really married or not. Huh. If you're marrying someone, don't you want to make sure they're not already married to someone else in another state? That's like one of the main things you should be able to check. <laughs> Are you... Because, seeing anyone? Yeah, I probably never ask you that blatantly. I probably should. By the way, are you married? Just already? before we go any further, you're not married to anybody are you, else. Yeah. Are you? Yes. <laughs> did you did you tell the story, Frosty? Since we were talking about polygamy, it somehow seems familiar. There was a polygamy themed beer that was rejected in North Carolina because polygamy is, I mean, obviously illegal in many states. Yeah. Saint polyamory beer. Saint, Saint polyamory girl. <laughs> Yeah, it was a polygamy-themed based beer. Uh, just, it was rejected because polygamy is illegal. The beer in question is already being sold in at least 20 other states, including Utah. It's a Utah-based uh, brewery. How, how uh, is the beer illegal when there's a TV selling show? Selling their polygamy porter. Oh. It's called polygamy porter. Huh. Polygamy porter <laughs> from Utah. <laughs> Utah, where you can't have caffeine, it, you can have You can't even have alcohol. Beer. It has a picture of a guy <laughs> with a couple of wives on the front of it. And polygamy they're porter. like, no, you can't sell that beer in North Carolina because polygamy is illegal. So I guess... Giving people the idea that that's legal. Then how does TLC have a show called Sister Wives that's on for six seasons when that's illegal? (laughs) And it's a hit show for TLC. I think because that was in Utah. Mm. Do they have special laws there? So was that his name? (laughs) I pulled that out of my ass. Does Utah have special laws where you can do that? Because, you know, the people, some of the people who settled the state were... In the- I, I don't think it's legal in Utah either, but I think that's, you know, in rural parts of the... You can probably have that thing. They just, just look the other way. Okay. We just learned about yeah, we booze did. news. <laughs> we just learned about booze news. We just learned about booze news. Let's take one more shot. Where are my shot glasses? In the outer polygamy porter. Went through them all. They can rename just call it pee-pee. Mm, you want to drink some pee-pee? Want to oh. a glass of pee-pee? <laughs> this pee-pee's kind of warm. <laughs> <laughs> what is R. Kelly's your bartender? Oh. Oh. For 200, Alex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now he has. I R. still Kelly see a problem with it. The poly, well, 
I mean, if you want to legally say, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to marry a couple of women. I'm going to take care of them. And we're not going to be, you know, asking for any help from the community and tax dollars. That I ask, and these women want to marry me and I want to have multiple families. And sweet, dude, go for it. How about you do all that Glutton except for punishment? Do all that except the marriage part. Because the, then that, that's where it gets legal and entangled. And oh, this is where people complain. And there's a moral argument, blah, 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 blah. Just live together and have fun as, as a, you know, a bunch of people. Well, so you're in the fun. argument about, like, gay shouldn't get married either because it's kind of like just ruining marriage. No, I'm not saying that at all. That's kind of what you said. I'm saying, remember the, the, the summer of love in 1968, everyone flocked to San Francisco to have peace, love, and live together in communes and groups. No one was going there to get married. Because marriage wasn't cool. And it is now. Well, I mean, gays are doing it. Well, It's got to be cool now. Gays are doing that's it. That's right. <sighs> I just think that... You think it's one-on-one. You're talking one on multiple one. people. I mean, gay couples, straight couples, doesn't matter. It's but one you got on one. five people marrying each other or three people marrying each other. I know why you're against that's it. Good. Why? Because you're lonely. You don't have anybody. And if, you, right. if all of a sudden they're allowing people to have four or five... Well... You'd be like, wait a second, I only have one. I'm no socialist, but at some point, how about share the wealth? <laughs> He's the Bernie Sanders of polygamy. Yes, I want, I want a slice, too. <laughs> There's so many different definitions of relationships now that's just getting so diluted anyway, like ethical non-monogamy. What is ethical it? non-monogamy. Is an umbrella term for all types of relationships that aren't monogamous. The word ethical is thrown in to make it abundantly clear that non-monogamy differs from cheating and and lying to your partner. Look, so it's, that's what I said before. It's all good. Whatever you all agree to. If you and your wife have an open relationship and you, she can bang other guys and you can bang... Well, I guess that's not cheating because you've agreed to that. So it's when someone doesn't know. When you're doing it on the down low, then that's wrong. But if your wife's like, listen, I, whatever, it's fine. I don't... Then it's not right. cheating, I guess. It's Do whatever you, you've worked out. So you actually have to have the discussion, is well, this a monogamous part. relationship or not? This is a not... We're in a non-monogamous relationship. We both know that, but we we're, we like to be with each other, but... I was an ethical non-monogamous for a while. You were an ethical non Because I was... Oh, back right. in the day when I was freshly divorced, I was dating several women. Oh, right. Yeah, one every day and of then, the week. And then one asked me if I was sleeping with other women, and I said, Yes. And she goes, oh, she's like, that's too bad because I can't really s- continue sleeping with a guy who's sleeping with other women. She was trying to do the whole, what, where's this relationship going thing? Wow. What are we? Can, yeah, can we you know, try to get a commitment here? Go to the next level. And I was like, oh, that's too bad because you're fun. And then she got into her car and I, you know, I stood out in the street and waved as she left. And I, never, I haven't seen her since. I haven't even talked to her since. But it was like I was an ethical non-monogamous. I was like, no, I'm not going to lie to you and say, no, no, I'm not sleeping with anybody else. You know, I like swear it's going. to keep it slow. But no, I was sleeping so with seven women at the same time. Because <laughs> it was cool with you. The onus was on her to ask That's specifically, right. am I the only one in your life? She never asked that till then. And he gave her the choice to, to deal with that and or not by being And when she found out honest. the knowledge, she made a decision to get That's out. Right. But prior to that... You weren't doing anything wrong Nothing. in your views because right. she never dating. asked if she was the only one. Yeah, we one. was just called dating. We had a blast, and I wasn't willing to give up the other women. Right. So I was an ethical non-monogamous. So none of the other women knew about the other women, but she, when she found out, she was out. She was out. And that's that's her choice, but he gave her that choice. Remember how cool Frank was back then? He's like the... Monday girl, Tuesday girl, Wednesday girl, Thursday girl. Was and that's when I got the call about my kid. And then oh. that, that ruined everything. Oh. The, the eighth girl of my life. Did all those women scatter when they found out? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I just found out I have a daughter. And they're like, <laughs> just cockroaches. <laughs> God. Actually, I think a woman did run under the stove. I'm like, how did she do that? She was very petite. My God, she was very, she was petite. very petite. She was a spinner. Mm-hmm. Suddenly your calendar was open. Yeah, right. <laughs> a social calendar available. Yep. <laughs> 
It's and the there's best. only one woman in my life. She's been there for the past 16 years. Six. Here's to you, Eric. That lady is a saint. And Mrs. Kramer, happy All right, let's, let's get some traffic. What's going on, Lisa? Traffic report is being brought to you by. Welcome back to Crime Week on Frosty, Heidi, and Frank. Frosty and Frank Show Crime Week. Yeah, we talked about polygamy and bigamy, and maybe it should be legal. And uh, <laughs> New York could become the first state to fully decriminalize sex work. All right, I thought the marijuana decriminalization was awesome. But be the first state to decriminalize sex work. You'd think uh, Nevada would have done that with Vegas and all Well, those. if it's a female... I think there were like maybe certain counties in Nevada, yeah. it's fine, but not the whole it's state. It's like if I want to be here and it's regulated and I'm choosing, this is what I'm choosing to do, just like you're choosing to be a stripper, I'm choosing to do this. I'm tested, I'm healthy, I have insurance, I pay into a system. I mean, why not? They go, yes, it's a legit business. There are people who who need it, want it, whatever, and I want to be here. Because I think a lot of women vote. And I think that, that anybody who uh, gets on the, the the bandwagon of making it legal for sex workers is probably not going to get reelected. And but, I think that's the whole point of being a politician. So maybe there's so many male politicians in jail because if they got caught with a hooker, <laughs> but it's like, they want to change the law. I mean, that's why it took marijuana such a long time to get decriminalized because nobody wanted to jump on the marijuana bandwagon because you get the other side so much so much fodder. The next time you're going to try to run for office, like he's a big dope fiend. <laughs> but what doesn't make any sense to me about that is if if a one if a woman on one hand is going, you know what? It's our body. It's my body. I can do with it right, what I choose. Exactly. Then the same girl could go, it's my body, and I can do with it what I choose. If I choose to lay down with this guy for $100, F you. But that's the thing about being a woman. You can change your mind about that stuff. Where it's like, yeah, well, certain things you don't want to be told what to do, and then certain things you want to tell other women what to do. Like, no, you can't say, sell your body. If it's my body, I can do with it what I want, then I can sell it to this man right here for $100. Yes, and you can also let that body go, and I want to go buy that woman over there who didn't let her body go. I'm saying if if everybody's in it and uh, in it uh, willingly, there should be anything and wrong. And you want to force it. me to get on top of your body that you let go already? Uh, nice, thanks. My body is a wonderland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just enjoy it. I think it's disaster zone. Is it? <laughs> yeah, Chernobyl. for that song. What about the pimps who got the the women who are enslaved and that's you know, a, that's bad. That, well, then they need protection because see they're protected by outlawing pimps prostitution. Pimps probably wouldn't exist. It's so hard in the street for yeah, a pimp. Yeah, yeah. hustle and flow. Baby. Well, that's so if you make it legal, then the pimp things go away. The pimps go away. So, or, or will there be more of them? Okay. I don't know. No, I, think I mean there's still people selling marijuana illegally. Right. But I, was, I guess this is cheaper. And so, so women prostitutes wouldn't need a pimp if it was legal. Right, you can go to an establishment, or you can be your own boss. I don't know. Put the pimps out of business. Chase them to jail. Amazon pimps. <laughs> <laughs> it's, part, yeah. it's a part of Prime. It's just they'll send mm. a girl to you within a, a day. Mm-hmm. Maybe they deliver her by drone. They just They're drop pr- her Prime in Prime now. Your- <laughs> I mean, you can get her in two hours. <laughs> yeah, or Prime now. Whatever you're, I mean, two hours for two hours. Mm. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah, well. It's going to happen. I think. Make your own it, price. If it's starting, if mm. one state is going to possibly decriminalize sex work, it'll it'll be a wave oh, like yeah. the marijuana. When there's two and three and the, the Which is fine. momentum goes that way. So by yeah. 2050, yeah, sex like, work will be legal. People have kids, you know, like Eric's and Johnny and those little babies. When they grow up, they're going to look back at us and think we're weird. For You mean marijuana's against the law? You mean gays couldn't marry? You mean prostitution was illegal? They won't understand the world we live in or lived in. Maybe it won't be humans, though. Maybe it'll be robot hookers. Robot hookers. Like Westworld. Oh, oh yeah. yeah be robot that, hookers. Yeah, that ends well, doesn't it? Well, no, but still. <laughs> It's going to be cool for a while while it was going well. 
<laughs> Until they realize they're sentient beings. Yeah. <laughs> See, Elizabeth Warren's going to that robot rights. All right. What else we got in Crime Week for us? Well, there's one more thing to sort of tie polygamy into death because you committed a terrible crime. I've always been fascinated by the method of death I would choose if I were sentenced to death. Well, in Utah, this guy who killed his sister-in-law and her child because they resisted his polygamist beliefs. Long story there, but anyway, he killed them. So he sends to die. They're going to execute him. Mm -hmm. So he chose firing squad. No one's been executed by firing squad in a decade here in the United States. But you're still given a choice? Yeah, given a choice in some states. So he's, anyway, his appeals are out. So he's inched closer to be the first firing squad execution in 10 years. Remember the, the big five you get to choose if... If you get to choose your method of death. Hanging. 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 Uh, lethal one. injection. Injection. Electric chair. Yes. Old Sparky. Firing squad. Firing squad. And then the other one. Uh, gas. Oh, gas chamber. Gas chamber. Oh, see, Which one I w- would you choose? I would definitely not gas chamber. Definitely not electric chair. I would. It would be a toss-up for me between lethal injection and firing squad. Pussy. You just want to go sleepy, sleepy? Yeah. Coward. Coward. It's your way out and you're going to go get lethal I mean, injection. I, I think either that or firing squad. And I mean, maybe firing squad's a better way to go because you're just like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And then it, if it's fast, then it's not so bad. Lethal injection could be like, you know, oh, there's that but I think, I mean, in the firing squad, is it true that only one guy has a, a live ammo and the other guys just have blanks I heard so you don't around. know who shot who I heard there was other round that all but one has live ammo so there's one guy who has a blank of the four or five shooting well, how does that make anybody feel better because in your brain you can say maybe I'm the I one who had the I was the one blank. who had the blank I think that's the way it used to be and, and the only for the heart I guess you would know like yeah it's it like let me one. see if it, and I aim at his knee I blow his knee off, and I'm like, I guess I had the bullet. Sorry, yeah. I, was just, I was wondering if I had it. <laughs> I've been on the firing squad for so long, I never knew if I actually ever had it or not. Yeah. So now I know. Sorry, y'all, shoot him again. <laughs> Have I got a bullet? No, we only had the one. Oh, no. I guess you get to live, sir. He's over there just, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah. And that's worse than death. That mm-hmm. is worse than death. Mm-hmm. Shot in the knee. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. <laughs> y'all go for the knee. Oh, no. Uh. Uh, so that's probably what I would do. It's more dramatic, isn't it? It's more theatrical. Uh, uh, yeah. Frank, do you remember the, Terre Haute, Indiana, the federal penitentiaries there? Mm-hmm. Uh, my base... They killed Timothy McVeigh. Oh, he was there. It's my hometown. It? Yeah. Been one of your buddies from high school there? Yeah, well, my buddy Andy. Andy Boucher, he, was, uh, he worked at the prison. Uh, my bass player worked at the prison. He was a prison guard. A lot of people did. Yeah. And my bass player told me this because I was prying his brain about the executions there. Now, boom, boom, boom. Let me tell you a story. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a penitentiary. <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 boom. No, he was lazy. That's how they always tell stories as bass players. <laughs> he was lazy. He's more like boom, 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 oh. boom, boom. You're not that good. Jim, can you do another note now and then maybe? <laughs> really mix it up for us. <laughs> anyway, he was uh, present. Now, maybe things have changed, but this is going back 30 years. But he told me, at least back then, 40 years ago, God, he said they used the electric chair then. And there were two people, one on each side, and they couldn't see each other. And they would either have headphones on or someone say, ready, set, go, whatever. And they would both throw this giant, like, Frankenstein lab mm-hmm, sort of yeah. switch Lever, yeah. at the same time. Only one of them was hooked up. But when did we start doing that? So you could, otherwise no one would do the job. But because, the executioner, yes, he was the, that's, that's, one, what of, that's one of the oldest jobs too. It's like, well, call in Dave. And he puts on his that black hood over his head. He's got his big axe and he cuts somebody's head off and he goes back home. Which, by I the mean, way, my name is the executioner. Well, yeah, I know and, the job requirement. And all of a sudden when somebody's like, I think this might be 
getting on Dave's nerves. I mean, he's, he's having, he's trouble, having sleeping. trouble sleeping. Well, like, could we get like two guys with axes? Well, and, then, and then they'll both swing at the same time, and, the, and, <laughs> and one, they don't know if they killed him or not. What? Well, Come in, on. In the days of Game of Thrones, the executioners, everyone cheered, and everyone wanted to be the executioner because it was fun. Now, we don't really want to kill people. I think you are, only so well, you convince yourself that the, that you might be the guy who always has this the switch that's not hooked up. Yeah. Otherwise, he said they couldn't find enough people to do the job. Wow. I think uh, I could do it if I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt. Like I knew the guy did it or the girl did it. Like a Jeffrey Dahmer type, something where right, you're like yeah. they admit they're like, yeah, I did it, and they found evidence. I'm like, flip the switch. I don't you care. Do I'm yeah. ridding. I'm ridding the world of evil. You would do it. I don't care. It's when you go. Who do you think you could? You actually know. think you could kill somebody? Kill evil? Probably. And it wouldn't make you upset and hard time sleeping at yeah, night. Probably. You could kill somebody. Who knows? Maybe Whether they I are would... evil or not. You just took another life. No, no, no. I have. They have to be evil. I said, yeah, they're evil. Yeah. Evil or not, they're still, they're still taking a life. And you think you could and not, not vomit? Uh, I'm not saying I wouldn't throw up because I don't know how I would feel. But if I knew that he was an evil person, I'm with Heidi. If on I this. kill, if I could have Hitler. the opportunity to shoot Hitler in yeah. the forehead, I don't think I'd be like, I can't, I can't do it. I, I, I can't. I'd be like, I think it's a lot harder than you think. I don't think. Have you, have you killed anything? What he? Uh, have you shot an animal? No, 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 no. You've never killed I mean, anything, I, and all of a sudden you're just putting a bullet in someone's brain without blinking. I think it's a lot harder than that. Frank, if he's a mass murderer, Hitler, I Hitler, can shoot him in the forehead. You could kill even Hitler. Then, even then, it's like, uh, you know what? I'm not you, I don't Hitler. Think you, 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 I, I'm not the type of guy to oh. like, just exterminate people. So sorry, I'm not going to lower myself to your level, Hitler. <sighs> but you'll lower yourself to Hitler's level. That's what I, you just said. If Adolf was sitting there in the chair. You're like a hair away from Hitler. <laughs> a a hair trigger away from Hitler. I'm a mustache hair away yeah. from Hitler. Enough <laughs> about your shaving habits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it's like Dexter. You know, he he didn't kill good people. He he made sure. He but he killed, was a killer. He killed. I mean, he people. he was a psycho. He was a, he was a serial killer. He had it in his system. He yeah. couldn't help it, so they gave him a code. I mean, I will ca- I will take spiders and c- carry them outside. The only thing I that's will- what I'm saying. You couldn't shoot somebody in the head. You could if it was someone who's going to shoot your grandma in the head or your kid in the head. You would kill them or before they hurt killed my dog. I would. Yeah, and if it's someone who killed millions of people, like a Hitler, I think oh, I that you wouldn't know. even have to count to three. You throw the switch on one. I think uh, you would. Well, let's just talk to somebody who's killed somebody. One eight hundred ninety five 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 six seven is the number. Did you kill somebody who was a bad person and you still vomited? And it still was upsetting and you still felt that weird, like you're not the same person. Part of your soul is gone. Mm. One eight hundred ninety five five KLOS. Yeah, you think you're, you bi- you, in, you're big talkers, but I think when it comes down to actually looking down the barrel, you're going. I both, think you would too. I think you walk in, you're in. There is a grown man raping your little girl. That guy would be paced on the oh bedroom my God, floor. Just making up some crazy scenario. You just talk about about executing somebody. Yeah. Well, okay. you, you being able to, to electrocute him or, or being a firing squad and how you could you could. The lever where the floor falls out and the guy breaks his neck. You talk about how easy it would be for that. I go, I don't think it'd be that easy. I think it'd be a pretty tough job. If they were guilty beyond a reasonable, I mean, we're not not talking Lee Harvey Oswald who may or or may not have shot Kennedy. I wouldn't have been able to kill Lee Harvey Oswald. We're talking the Boston Strangler beheaded 30 women or something crazy, you know, or or Charles Manson. Golden State Killer, An evil person, Bin Laden, who must die. You guys find it, I I would say that you guys find it difficult to, to shoot an animal to put it out of its misery. Well, these are monsters, not animals. If this dog, if, if it was a horse had a broken leg and gave Heidi a gun to go shoot in the head, she wouldn't do it, even though it's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. probably could. Animals, That's are what usually, I'm unless the horse is evil, are, then I would have no problem. <laughs> <laughs> the evil horse. <laughs>
<laughs> Some human beings become monsters, and monsters will kill and kill again and again and again, and they must be stopped, and that means they must die. They're no longer humans. <laughs> and when I'm talking mass murderers, and you would leave and that job, I'm saying, yeah, you would leave that job up to somebody else. I don't think you could do the job. Oh, I think I'd be able I to kill the Bin Laden and those guys. Yeah, I don't think, I think you oh, could. well, line him up there, and uh, I'll I'll stick the needle in his arm. All right, Steve <laughs> has killed somebody. Hey, Steve. Hey, what's happening? You understand what I'm saying to these two? Nope. I think you're a big girl, dude. I mean, you're killing the guys that killed other people. There was a reason that they were on death row in the first place, and it wasn't because they were selling cupcakes on the corner. Are you saying that because you've already killed somebody, so you know what it's like? Or I mean, these people here in this room have not never killed anybody, mm-hmm. and, and you've killed someone, so you know what it's like. You know what it's like to live with. And you assumed the guy that you well, killed yeah, I, was obviously the enemy, and he was trying to kill you, too. So in some weird way, you can live with it. But if you were just going to just go up and unarm person to shoot him in the head, you could do it? There would, there would have to be some kind of a, you know, they would have to provoke me or something. I mean, I'm there just go. not going to go up and kill somebody that might be innocent. But we're talking about death row people, and I could do that in a second. Steve, the what person- about that Brian Banks movie just came out? The guy was wrongly accused of rape. Mm-hmm. He was 16 years old. Now he, you know, 29 years later, gets out of prison. And But you give the, somebody's dad a gun. Oh, yeah, he's a rapist. He's, he, obviously, he's a bad person. Just go shoot him in the head. Like I said, I wouldn't do it unless I knew, I yeah, knew for yeah. sure that it happened. I walked in on it. I know there's a video of it. There's an admission of it. Whatever it is. Well, video now. They can put anybody's face on that. Yeah, that's deep, I think deep the- fakes are scary. The isolated, maybe they murdered this person, maybe they didn't. That's why they have the, the switch is not hooked up in the blank shell. Yeah. But we're talking mass murders where there's no doubt in anyone's mind they did Zero it. Zero doubt. That's the Steve, problem. where did you kill somebody? In the service? I was in the service, you know, and I was in a bunch of conflicts. So, yeah. you know, I, I was taking fire and I was giving fire and I've got, you know, I'm not proud of it, but I got some uh, confirmed kills. So. so, okay, let me ask you this. I mean, obviously you're in a situation, a war situation, and but that first killed when you saw your first kill that did affect you even though you were in a war situation that person was going to kill you i didn't have time to think about it even later did it make did you puke i mean no no i didn't you know uh i really didn't have time to think about it because back then i was in charge of 80 guys right Uh so i had 80 souls that i had to take care of so my main goal was to make sure that all of those guys came home with all 10 of their toes all 10 of their fingers and, you know, whatever it took to make that happen, that's what it was. You know, I just, wow. like some guys get PTSD from it, you know, today, right? People get that PTSD. Yeah. I was in, I was in you know, different conflicts and stuff. And I just, I guess I just got a twisted mind that I can turn that stuff off. Steve, I just got to ask this one thing because, I mean, some people had horrible experiences because they were in wars they didn't support and believe in. For example, Vietnam. A lot of those guys came back right. having killed and they said, I shouldn't even be here. A lot of people think we shouldn't have been in Iraq. They killed there, and that haunts them because the people they killed weren't necessarily a, a threat. The people you killed, did that never haunt you? Like, is this war, this political Just. war, really worth taking these lives? That never haunted you? No. No, you know, it's, and it kind of goes back to the whole, uh, I could be a death row guy and, and split the switch. I'm not there to make policy. I'm not there to try to figure out if they did it or not. I'm there to do a job. He I'm had there. a boss who somebody, said that's what you do. That's, that's the, right. Yeah. Somebody above me, whether it be the court system and you got your peers that convicted you, or whether it's the president of the United States that says, hey, 
this country is, is, is bad. They're our enemy. We're sending the troops over for this reason. It's not my, it's not my place to think, am I doing the right thing? No, I'm, it's my place to carry You're out doing your job. Yep. All right, Steve, let me give you a prize. I'm going to send you out to see uh, Bert Kreischer at the theater at Ace Hotel. Friday, September 13th. Go get some laughs. Thanks for your service, Steve. Stay home. Thank you for your service. Uh, yeah, Eric, he's calling. Said so he killed someone while in the military. Mark, retired police officer, has killed a couple people. Wow. Oh, Steve oh. has killed a couple people. It's no big deal. Well, I mean, it might be the mafia. Or it might be a big deal. That's yeah, what I was just saying. I'm saying no matter who it is, it's still a big deal. I mean, still, I mean, aren't you worried about your soul a little bit, even the, if it's yeah. a bad person? Especially, and I, I, I applaud the soldiers and they're defending our country. They're bigger men than I'll ever be. But if I'm not even seeing the whites of your eyes, I'm just firing shots in the jungle, killing God knows who for war. I don't believe in it. I don't want to be here. And I hate the president. And I hate the policy. That's the one I'd have problem pulling that trigger. And that makes me a coward and I shouldn't be in the military. But to do that and to not have that thought make you vomit later. How many families did I just kill someone mm. for war? I don't support, don't believe in, I shouldn't be killing the guy, but I did because the president said to do it. I would have a problem with that. Maybe I wouldn't pull that trigger. But you just said you'd, you'd electrocute people and shoot them in the head. That's because spot. that's a convicted bad but you guy still who's mass But you still don't know, based off like mm. people who've been overturned and said through now DNA yes. evidence, you realize you weren't there. You couldn't have been there. It's not you. But, and so we're going to let you off death row. Wow, thanks. Vietnamese kid I just shot through the leaves of. There's an 18-year-old kid out of high school who did what Ho Chi Minh said to do, and he didn't want to be there either. Well, we don't have an, an issue. We don't have a problem. It's a policy. Well, that's different from executing... Either when, he was, when it was overturned. No, that's different from executing Timothy Bouvet. Who was a convicted murderer of many people? Babies. That I could do. You think you could have? Uh, yeah, All because right, that's I, yeah, I, he killed children. I, I, don't, I don't believe it. I think once okay. a coward, always a coward. <laughs> well, I still think you could in a situation all of a sudden sack up because, because the guy's a bad guy. I still His think he'd be like, he no, I'll watch. I but think you're not there's a man pulls inside of me somewhere. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's, there's no man inside. You yes. said Wade. If someone executes, oh, no, for God's 